0: Hello everyone and welcome back to women changing the game. How is everyone doing I cannot believe it's already August, I feel like the summer is just flying by. It's crazy. Um, And I feel like August is always the start of new opportunities, and I was looking back on my Snapchat memories and every year in the past something new has kind of started for me in August. I think that's also because most apartment leases, you sign August 1st. So it's just a common theme, I guess, to start a new journey uh, this time of year. So DM us at Women Changing the Game on Instagram and let us know um, any of your new August updates. Would love to hear them. I personally do have some life updates that I soon will share with you guys, but it's a little too early right now. I can't wait to though, so be on the lookout for all of the upcoming episodes, which speaking of... Last week, we had a break from episodes to just go recap all of the episodes that you haven't listened to. So all of you should have taken advantage of that. I hope you guys did. We have Andrea Carter, who was just on, Aaliyah Funshell who are, you know, they're both sports reporters. We had Becky Tweed, who's a Gotham FC coach. So go get up to date on those. Um, this episode is going to be how to get started and succeed in the sports industry. I've been getting that question a lot, whether it's on TikTok or DMs or just people asking me in real life, how do you get these sports industry jobs? How do you get started? How do I work my way up? So I'm gonna be answering all of those questions for you. So the first thing I'm going to say is it's going to be different for everyone when you start. So look at where you are now. Are you in high school? Are you in college? Is it summer and you don't have school right now? Did you just graduate? Because that's all going to depend what you look for and how you get started. So I'll start off by if you're in high school, already doing a great job, the fact that you're interested, the fact that you're looking um, and trying to get started. A lot of people don't start in high school, so kudos to you already. Um, It doesn't have to be a paid experience starting in high school. Since it's early, you kind of just want to get to know what different jobs are like. For example, in high school, I shadowed our athletic trainer. I would go to her office after school and see what she did and practice different things with her. And it was an amazing experience shadowing. So I would definitely suggest that, I mean, if you can get paid, that's great, but if not, I would shadow for sure. Um, It showed me what I liked, what I didn't like. And you can do this in college too with anyone. You know, it's just going to show that any job you're applying for, you have experience. It's a great networking opportunity people who are already in the industry are happy to help people who just want to shadow and follow them around and see what the job is like. I've definitely noticed that. So don't be afraid. Um, And like I said, it's great networking. Maybe that person you're shadowing can hook you up with a team or a person you want to work for after seeing your work ethic. So always show up and be your best, even if it's not paid, because you never know what it could lead to. You never know if they're going to talk to you about somebody else, maybe suggest you for something and they don't want to waste their time helping you if you're not going to work hard and be really interested in what they're trying to show you. So if you're in college, I would definitely suggest to go work for your athletics department in any way you can. I got into the event staff for the athletics department um, a little later when I was in college, but it was definitely something I wish I'd started out doing right away freshman year. Um, There's definitely great internship opportunities always but even if you just want to do event staff like I learned a lot some days I was doing you know the scoreboard for a game or other days I was checking people's tickets one time I was setting up for a track meet you know putting the hurdles out or getting the mats ready all of those type of things just show you've had experience in sports in athletics and kind of gives you a taste of a fast paced environment of the sports worlds. So I would definitely suggest to do that. And like I said, you can also do internship opportunities that are more in depth. Maybe you're going into the office. I know there are probably plenty at really big schools But I went to Ithaca, which was a pretty small school, and they had so many opportunities to intern in the athletics department. So definitely go check those out and network with the people in the college um, organization. And it's just a, a great way to get started. And if you want to go into professional sports, they love to see that you started out in college. So, yep, definitely do that. Now, if it's summer, I would say look locally. For me, I found my local minor league baseball team, and that is a great place to start. Minor league definitely teaches you a lot because you're wearing so many different hats. At least it was like this for me, and I feel like a lot of people who have worked in minor league baseball can say the same, you are being a mascot some days, or you are doing a dance on the outfield, and, or you're coming up with creative promotional ideas that are funny, and they get, get the fans engaged, or maybe you're just, you know, checking people's tickets, and then sometimes in the office, I would create things to put on the video board, so Although I was a promotions intern for a minor league baseball team, I was doing so many different things. And I know the ticketing department did so many different things as well. So highly suggest minor league baseball. Every time I go interview at a professional sports team, they're always impressed by seeing someone coming from minor league baseball. So I'm happy I got my start that way. Didn't know it was going to turn out to be so great, but I would recommend that for sure. And it's a great place to be in the summer if you're off from college, if you're off from high school. Great thing to do to hop on in the summer. That's when they play. That's when they have a lot of games. Let me tell you, it's going to take up a lot of your time. You're going to be there late. You're going to be there early in the morning. But for me, it was just so fun. And those are the types of experiences that you want to have. All right, so two kind of points that I made in in that is that it's vital to network and volunteer. Unfortunately, you might have to volunteer in the beginning, but do things that you'll have fun with. Like I said, for example, minor league baseball, even though it was a lot of hours, I had so much fun. So maybe there's a bike race you can volunteer for that's local, Or maybe there's a marathon in your city or something like that that they always need volunteers for. They need people to hand out water. They need people to set up signs. And they're always looking for as many people as they can. So that's something really easy to volunteer for. If you're on a sports team in high school or college, you might have to do these types of things anyways. I know for me in high school, I had to volunteer for a couple bike races, and it was actually really fun. You know, you do it with your team. In college, we had to volunteer for, I think, like an autism walk. And again, in high school, I actually did myself, not with a team or anything. Well, actually, it was kind of with through my field hockey team, but you didn't necessarily have to do it. Um, I was a field hockey camp coach. So I coached little kids and taught them field hockey, although I wasn't going into coaching or wanted to be a coach. It definitely gave me great leadership skills, team building skills, Ability to take initiative and get better with communication, all things that I can put on my resume, all things that I can talk about in an interview or give me experience for a sports job. So, all of these things can help, no matter if it's just handing out water at a bike race. Definitely, people love to see that those types of things are on your resume and that you're looking to go out of your way to try to help with athletic events or whatever it might be something similar to the volunteering route is to look for game day roles teams are always looking for extra help on game days and this has helped me tremendously i owe everything to my game day roles to be honest i took game day roles even After graduating from college, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know that, and you know kind of my journey with um, game day experiences. So all my girls wanting to get into professional sports, this is the best way to start. This is how you make connections with a team, show your work ethic, and learn about the fast-paced environment of sports, Um, If you can handle game days, you can handle a lot of things because things go wrong. Um, You have to learn customer service and working with fans and working with timelines. And it's going to get you closer to sports professionals who you can talk to. So... I want to get into networking, as we all know, I've said multiple times, everyone who's came on here has said it, that networking is so important, just using your connections. And we all know this by now. But seriously, uh, I would say if you don't have a LinkedIn, that is going to be a major key to go get that LinkedIn. Start one now and just have fun with it. I honestly love scrolling on LinkedIn. So add people who inspire you. Add maybe teams or organizations that you like and it, news will come up on your feed and it's so much better than scrolling Instagram or TikTok where you're going to get lost and feel like you're not learning anything. You can still do your scrolling but it is going to be important stuff and cool stuff happening in the sports world. So um, shout out actually to my intern Julia who told me the other day that she has been connecting on LinkedIn with all of the women who have came on my podcast and just messaging them and saying, I'm not actually sure exactly what she said, just, you know, maybe asking for advice or introducing and saying who she is. And that is a great way to network. So shout out to her. You guys can do the same thing as well. You don't have to be interning for women changing the game to do this. I say all the time, go reach out to the people who have came on my podcast. They're more than happy to answer. I'm sure she said that she did get some answers from everyone and them just being nice, and that's so awesome. Um, don't be afraid to reach out. It shows you're interested. Also, talking to them before even applying for a position is such a great thing. Um, so go put yourself out there. Make business cards. A lot of teams or stadiums have networking events. This is another cool thing to do. One time I went to MSG and a bunch of teams were there with representatives. They sit at tables or they stand around the stadium and you can go up to them. You can talk to them. I went up to representatives and I gave them my resume and just said, you know, what I was interested in. And they gave me feedback and advice. And that was a great thing to do because not only can you talk with these high up sports professionals, but you also get to talk with the young professionals around you who are there in the same boat as you doing the same thing as you. And those are great people to connect with too. I definitely have stayed friends with some of the people that I've met at networking events And it's always great to know that you guys can help each other out down the road and maybe you're around the same age. So it's less intimidating, Um, but definitely do that. I would say the only downside to those things are they do cost money most of the time, but at the end of the day, you're investing in yourself. And I think it's definitely worth it. Another way to get into sports and build your resume is to take initiative on your own what can you do that makes you stand out or maybe you can't get hired in sports without experience so you have to create your own for example me creating women changing the game i did that on my own time with my own ideas so maybe let's say you want to do reporting as your career go out there and go out to your local teams start taking videos of yourself even if you can't get interviews take videos of yourself, have your mom, your dad, your friend, take a video of you on the sideline reporting the game, maybe try to get those interviews where you can ask them questions after the game. That would be so fun. Um, if you're into photography, you could start out taking pictures at local sporting events, even if it's like your little brother soccer league and you go take photos of um, him or, you know, if you're allowed to take photos of the kids, definitely go try do that. You know, you don't have to create a whole platform. You just have to do things that speak to you and what you want. Um, if you're into marketing, you can take LinkedIn classes. I've said this before, it's so easy to take LinkedIn classes. One time I was going into a job where they had me use a program that I didn't really know much about, and I went and took a free LinkedIn class on it. And you know, they appreciated that, that I went on my own time and did something that is going to help me and benefit me for my next job. So take advantage of those. Um, all the LinkedIn classes, for the most part, I think are free. So again, going back to why you should get a LinkedIn, I'm just like an advocate for them. I guess they should <laughs> sponsor this podcast. Um, all right. So it's, all, it's also okay to take your experience from non-sports jobs. This is really important. Um, if you don't know this, you can start out by getting jobs, not in sports. It doesn't have to be athletics. It doesn't have to be with an organization or a team in the beginning, Or even in the middle of your sports career, if you can't find an opportunity and you have to hop back into something that's not athletic related. I had marketing jobs, food service jobs, and things like that that had nothing to do with sports, but that kept me running, that kept me making money. And um, I found I could connect them to the sports world, actually, which I never thought I would be able to. Like Working in a restaurant... I never thought I would be able to actually use that in the sports industry, but I actually learned so much. I learned customer service, how to handle money, and stuff like that um, that might be you can connect it to, let's say, dealing with fans. If you're dealing with people coming into the restaurant and you're seating them or you're taking their order, it's kind of like you're dealing with fans, you're bringing them to their seats or they're, you're trying to give them what they want. And you're trying to create this experience for them. Like you might do at a restaurant. So, um, it's all stuff like that, that, you know, restaurant has taught me. I also have worked at a mini golf place where I was at the cash register and I worked at a golf club where I was cleaning clubs that was in high school, but I built connections Showed good work ethic and actually learned a lot from all of them. If you want to go into sports marketing, let's say, if you just take a marketing job, that can then be experience. It doesn't have to be marketing for the Giants. It can literally be marketing for a small organization around your school or I don't know, anything like that. You can connect that for sure. And just, it's important to try different things. Try different departments. Don't only look for something in the department you want or only look for a specific team you want. I mean, if you can get all of those things, that is great, but it's okay not to. And like I said, you can always use that to your advantage. Now, if you get interviews, that is awesome, congrats. Your interviews, though, in the beginning can be very nerve-wracking. In fact, I think they always are no matter what. An interview is just like you're so vulnerable and you want to make a good impression. You don't want to get caught off guard by questions. So stay prepared. Make sure you always update your resume. Tailor it to the job and keep it clean and concise when you go to the interview, bring resumes and bring more than one, bring notebooks. I suggest always taking notes. Um, not going to go in too much depth on this because I just actually recorded an episode recently um, about interviews and how to stay prepared for them. So go check that out if you want to Learn more about how to prepare for an interview and be ready for one because, like I said, can definitely be nerve-wracking. The last thing I'm going to suggest is, of course, follow women in sports content or, you know, any sports content. Any sports pages, any sports social networks, but mostly women in sports. Um, this is always just fun to talk about to anyone in the industry, especially with women in sports rising right now. I mean, it's awesome to be able to tell sports professionals that you are up to date on the latest sports news and that you are absorbing content that has to do with the industry. Maybe you're in a women in sports group, for example. Women and changing the game, I would consider that, you know, kind of a women in sports community we are. So it's always cool to tell employers or these high up sports professionals that you're involved with something like that. It shows you care and that you are consuming content that could help their organization, maybe coming up with new ideas, or just help yourself as an individual. So I'm going to shout out some sports women in sports pages. Um, there are so many. So I try to highlight them a lot on our Instagram page. I follow them all. So go check out my following list if you want to see more, just some random ones off the top of my head. Um, goals, that is, is just G-O-A- Ls stuff. That's how you spell goals. But go follow them on Instagram. More than just balls, they're awesome. Highlight her on her turf. Token CEO. The Sports Girls Club. They're new. They're kind of like a s- similar to us. Um, Jahan Blake. I could keep going on forever. So if I missed you, literally, don't take it offensively because there. I know. Shout out to all of you, your women in sports pages. They're all awesome. And I love all of you. But seriously, it's a great thing to do is just to go follow them, go be a part of all of the communities that are out there. And it's awesome for sports professionals to see you're doing that. All right, well, that wraps it up. That is all the advice I can give. I hope that this helped you guys. If you have any more questions, you can always DM us at women changing the game. You can follow me specifically on LinkedIn or connect with me at Mary Kate Siegel. It's S I E G E L. And feel free to message me on LinkedIn. I love answering any of your questions that I can. And thank you again for listening I hope that everyone has a great week and you take all these things into consideration and go get after it in the sports industry. We'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game.